Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, faced us, and amazed us, and we remember what the podcast is about. Wow. My name is Al, and I'm here with my very best bud, Courtney. You know who I am? I know who you are. You couldn't forget I could me. never forget you. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I'll be with you till your dying day. I hope so. <laughs> Together, holding hands <laughs> into the future. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. You good? It's the summer. Yep. Yeah. We're yep. feeling breezy. Yeah. Easy breezy. It's because I have no pants on. You know, that's just how we podcast. <laughs> Straddling a chair <laughs> in my boudoir. <laughs> I do get real sweaty. I, I I do have the sweat problem. I also, yeah. The, 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 you know. We got the armpits. We got the palms. Oh, so sweaty. We got the, the knee pits. Oh, the knee pits. My bane, the bane of my existence is sitting on a, a, a leather seat. Oh, Wearing man. shorts. <laughs> oh, boy. It's bad. Yeah. That's okay. You, you get off that bad boy and you just... <laughs> And you say, did I do that? <laughs> and you did. And you did. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. And we're so proud. Are you? Yes. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm proud of you. For what? Doing an ad, Creep. Hey. Doing your research. That's this. It's hard. It's, it is hard. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. Doing research. It's do a we, lot. Actually, there are people who donated to our Kofi, right? Yeah. Thank you to Toby and to Ian for uh, donating and telling us how much you enjoyed Despicable May. Yay! Two people enjoyed it. Yay! We didn't. <laughs> it was a lot. We acknowledge that. Yeah, it was a it was a lot to research as well. Yes. Um, but so we appreciate. We're gonna we're gonna just get little treats for ourselves. Yeah. And also host more podcasts. Yes. <laughs> that will pay for the hosting. So thank you, Ian and Toby. Thank you so much. Yeah. Should um, I give a little? Smooch? Uh, sure. Okay. Everyone but Ian and Toby, you, uh, if Toby, Ian and Toby, if you consent, I'm going to give you a little smooch. Oh, wow. That's a very good. Thank you. You should be doing, you should be doing smooch work in the, in the movies. <laughs> That's how I make the big money. <laughs> Just doing smooch foley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They call me in. Eyes wide shut too. I'm there. Oh, no. <laughs> Just sucking on a popsicle into a microphone. <laughs> no, I do the real thing. Oh, boy. That's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> uh. Well, let's talk about toys. Let's talk- oh, well. <laughs> I'd love to. What uh, What are some of the biggest toys of the past couple decades that you can think of? Just a, just a, a handful. Uh, uh, decade? So... Like between okay, here's the thing. Yeah. You say decade and I'm like in the nineties, but that's like two thousand ten. I know, it's hard. It's hard. I would um, say nineteen ninety to now. Nineteen ninety, so past so several decades. Yeah. Uh Tickle Me Elmo. Yep. Um Slime. Mm. Slime is big. I don't know, the Paw Patrol. I see kids carrying around the Paw Patrol <laughs> the Paw everywhere. Patrol. They're Fuck cops. They're kind of <laughs> They've been indoctrinating our kids. They have. I hate it. I hate it. Well, if you think about some of the biggest toys of the past few decades, yeah. like Tickle Me Elmo. Okay. The Furby. Oh, the Furby. Now, was the Furby big or was it? It was huge. Okay. It was 
They were like sold out. You couldn't get a Furby for, I, for a hot minute. I always thought that the Furby was like it was supposed to be hot, and then everyone's like, nah, "I don't care for." No, it. people like the Furby. Okay, okay, okay. You um, know what I love? What a long Furby. And we all love a long Furby. We love a long we Furby. Simply love a long. There's Furby. some Zoomers out there who have manufactured like a Furby, but it's a shrimp now. And I really care about them. The people who are doing Furby science out there are <laughs> so, so important. Much. Furby zoology. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, boy. So tickle me elbow, the Furby yeah. robo-sapien. What is a robo-sapien? Hatchimals. Hold on. No, no, no. What's a robo-sapien? It was like a robot gorilla. Oh, okay. I think I I think I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Catchables is the is an egg. Yeah. They're like a, a Furby. They come out of an egg. Yeah. And then yeah. They, you can talk to them and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the latest hot toy, Disney's animated Grogu doll. <laughs> does he like waddle around? I don't know, but he's sixty bucks. He does something. Sixty bucks. Yeah. Toys are expensive, y'all. Mm-hmm. I I forgot. Like like Christmas is really it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. A sixty dollar doll. And could you imagine if you had a couple kids and they don't share well? You'd have to no. buy. You're like swimming in Grogu's. <laughs> swimming in Grogu's. <laughs> That's what I do on the set of Eyes Wide Shut too. <laughs> I'm swimming in them over here. <laughs> oh, so oh. all these toys have something big in common. They're mechanical. Since the early 80s, yeah. electronic toys have swept the market. Oh. But they have their own unique drawbacks that don't often factor into consumers' decisions on whether or not to buy. Yeah, when they run out of batteries, they look like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Children's toys containing electronic parts are impossible to repair and mm. almost as hard to recycle. Oh, yeah. Even the most complicated toys rarely have late life support as the companies that produce them move on to bigger, better, and more complex toys. Late life support. (laughs) My Furby broke it and it's gone. My Furby's just dead. It's just a husk of its former self. Then you skin it and you turn it long. Yeah, that's That's it. Do you remember Ibo? What's that, Ibo? Ibo? What's that, Ibo? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. What's a. What's Ibo with you? you? God. <laughs> what, no, but tell me what it is. Yeah, what so is it? Introduced on May 11th, 1999. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> Ibo is a series of robotic dogs produced by Sony. Oh, I know him. You know him. He, does he do a... He does a lot of And things. can't walk very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ibo stands for Artificial Intelligence Robot. Uh, okay. And they stylized it to Ibo to become a play on the Japanese word Ibo, which refers to a pal or a partner with the implication Aww. of love and affection. That's very cute. Yeah. So the software installed in Ibo allows it to walk, see its environment using computer vision. Okay. And recognize spoken commands in English, Spanish, and Japanese. Wow. Yeah. What year was this? 1999. Wow. Very early. Yeah. Sony released a new Ibo model every year between 1999 <gasps> and 2006. Wow. At which point they discontinued the line and began to withdraw customer support. Oh, no. By 2014, they no longer provided support or repair options for older Ibo robots. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to put them down. Ibo's going to the big farm. <laughs> Ibo's going to the big robot farm. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Ibo. But then, three years later, in 2017, Sony announced a new generation of Ibos. Oh, okay. The first since 2006 which they claimed would be able to form an emotional bond with users. No. Uh-uh. No. Draw on the line. Cannot do it. This is how we get iRobot. No, thank you. This is how we get Asimov. No, thank you. Mm-mm. 
So boy. when they die of low battery, you well, really feel bad. What was the one with um, Haley Joel Osment <laughs> and the Blue Fairy? No, not... Uh, well, that's Pinocchio. No. What? It was like a was robot a Pinocchio. Uh, it was... What's it called? He was a robot boy, right? Yeah. Was it like oh? It was that's like a robot, robot Pinocchio. Yeah, I got it. Robinocchio. Robin- that's <laughs> we, it. We got there. That's it. That's it. Oh man, I saw that movie in theaters. Do you remember the scene where like they leave Haley Joel Osment robot like? They just leave him and they drive yeah. away. And he was like, there was also a thing where he was like in a weird womb. Yeah, he wasn't a real... Uh, Robert Duvall wasn't it? Ooh. AI artificial intelligence. There we go. Oof, that, I, that movie affected me. I remember. It was very bad. Well, this AI. Yeah. AI-bo. <laughs> <laughs> also kicked off a whole new breed of pet. Uh-oh. The robot dog. It was soon followed by Isaibi, Poochie, and Jenibo. All with varying talents and abilities based on their proprietary programming. Do they poop, though? None of them poop. They're not a dog, then. Okay. Well, there was a New Yorker cartoon <laughs> yeah. of oh, Ibo boy. pooping nuts and bolts. That's very funny. Yes. Ha, 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 I read the New York Times. <laughs> that's what we think of you. Yeah, that's what we think of you, you fucking elitish pieces of shit. <laughs> Whether they're a beloved member of the family or just a playtime pal, the <laughs> unplanned obsolescence of these pooter pooches... <laughs> Means that once their soldered surrogates begin to slip and their wires fray, they're more likely to end up in the trash than on the shelf once their dog days are done. Yeah, because you don't want a dead dog. You don't want a dead dog. That was your friend, and now it's dead. (laughs) And you're just, it's like, it's just there. It's there, it's there, and he's never turning back on again. again. And you know what? He has formed an emotional attachment to you. But he's dead. He's dead. What are you going to do? Throw him in the trash. Between 20 and 50 million metric tons of electronic waste are disposed of worldwide. I thought you were going to say IBOS. <laughs> That's so There's many. There's so many of That's them. so many. Uh, <laughs> roughly 6.92. Oh, sorry? Roughly? Oh, ru- roughly. <laughs> roughly? Rough. Roughly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> roughly 6.92 uh, million metric tons comes from America alone. Oh my God. It's about 46 pounds per person. Though e-waste only represents 2% of American trash in landfills, it makes up 70% of overall toxic waste. Despite containing valuable material like gold, silver, and cobalt, just 17.4% of electronic waste is properly recycled worldwide. Cobalt. Cobalt. The most most luxurious of all the... That's what they're mining Mm. for your batteries. Mm. It's not... It's a bad scene, man. It's a bad scene. (laughs) Fucking bad scene. Does cobalt come from the ground? Yeah, it does. There's, like, a huge cobalt mining operation in... I forget which country, Mm -hmm. specifically in Africa, but basically Mm -hmm. um, there was a man who realized that there were cobalt deposits under his house, and he started digging. Yeah. uh, And then it became this whole thing in this one village where everyone started digging under their own house, and then companies from overseas came in and started trying to buy out their homemade mines. Uh, and, and, um, you know, that's the sort of place where large companies source cobalt for their batteries, like cell phones. Is it still, is it still like local, like a co-op made or is it? No, it was never a co-op. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was never a co-op. It's just a guy. Individual people. Got it, got it, Digging under their houses to make money and then a corporation came Came and bought them all out. Got it. You know, tale as old as time. (laughs) Imperialism. Yeah. Hmm. 
So the waste that uh, that is recycled is, is physically destroyed, and the shredded parts are separated in, into metals, plastics, and glass. Mm-hmm. This gets even more complicated when you bring toys into the mix, like those that have plush fur or other special materials. <laughs> fur is the fourth category. <laughs> For example, one of 2018's most popular toys was a soft spherical cat named Pomzi. What? With light up eyes and a twistable tail. Spherical? Which is like a big round sphere. Wow. Pomsy contains so many different components that to break it down into categories is simply not profitable enough to follow through on. So you just put them in the great garbage pile in the sky. On the earth. On the earth. And by sky, I mean earth. Yeah. (laughs) Or sorry, specifically the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. So why does it matter if it's profitable? Because the electronic waste industry is at best corporate entities as subject to the whims of capitalism as those who make the products they recycle, and at worst, a dangerous career of last resort for those living in poverty. Oh my God. The human cost is important here. Those who recycle electronic waste are mining materials for profit and exposing themselves to dangerous concentrations of lead, mercury, cadmium, and phosphorus. Oh my God. And then there's our old familiar friends, dioxins. Mm. The plastic housing for wires on most electronics and circuit boards from complex tech to children's toys is smothered in flame retardant, which when heated up and smelted creates dioxins. I wouldn't even think about it, but that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my god. Ooh. It's bad. It's bad. Wait a minute. This isn't Despicable May. No, this isn't one company that's bad. It's the whole world. (laughs) It's Despicable Oh, I see. (laughs) We thought all my agrees were going to be pleasant outside of May. (laughs) Then I'd be wrong. Don't worry. We're going somewhere fun at the end. I'm going to take you for ice cream after this. Oh, good, good, good. (laughs) Metaphorically. Okay. Uh, The problem with the actual cycling of electronic waste is that there's no way to stop these substances from making their way back into the production of new toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The flame retardants used on plastic casings have names like OctaBDE and DecaBDE. Um, But in this case, BDE doesn't stand for big dick energy, uh, but bromodiphenyl ether. (laughs) Not not as cool. Not as cool. You don't want... You don't want that BDE. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, and then there's also HBCD, mm. or hexabromocyclododecane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's carcinogenic. Oh. These all are. Inside of your toys? Yeah. What if you're one of those kids who, like, broke apart your toys and... Watch out. Oh, no. It's bad. You know how many toy guts I put in my mouth? You don't do that. So many. It's, okay, well... <laughs> they go right in there. <laughs> So the first two, OctaBDE and DecaBDE, have been largely banned in the EU and the U.S. since the mid-2000s, but there's an endless supply of toys manufactured prior to that point that have yet to hit the e-waste cycle. And once they make it through the cycle to be used in new plastic products, they can retain those carcinogenic compounds when they hit the shelves. For example, they tested a bunch of brand new Rubik's Cubes, which are made of recycled plastic, and found that they contained those compounds. Because it was just reused and it was in there from the beginning. Yeah. (gasps) So, like, even recycling toys isn't that good because you got that ooky stuff in it. Yeah, it's like a question of what is recycling and whether it's even feasible at that point. Oh, my God. Is recycling just a new form of mining? We shouldn't play with toys anymore. <laughs> There's one toy that's okay. What's it's hoop and stick. What's a hoop and stick? <laughs> you can only have hoop and stick. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh man, maybe a maybe hacky some sack? marbles. How about a hacky sack? Yeah, you could probably. Well, it depends what kind of sand is in there. Beans, <laughs> not sand. Sand is hard to find. Okay, beans. beans. 
As for the robot dogs leaving their toxic dookie across the globe, they continue to be popular in hacking communities. What? Artist and engineer Natalie Jeremy Jenko created an open source robotics project called Feral Robotic Dogs, in which she teaches teens to hack toy robot dogs by implanting chemical sensors in their noses and releasing them into contaminated urban spaces where they can follow the concentration gradients of toxins exactly like the ones used in their own production. So they'd find trash? They find, like, concentrations of toxins. Oh, my God. Okay. God, I love hackers. <laughs> God, I love a hacker. Uh, this is intended more as a sort of mediagenic exercise yeah. than actual environmental solution. Yeah. But Jeremy Jenko's feral dogs have definitely contributed to awareness in places they've been let loose, like the Bronx, Dublin, and London. I love them. Gee, is there videos of them doing their work? Uh, there's. I've seen photos, but I haven't seen videos. Okay. I could imagine them, like... They're doing their work, and then they hit a curb, and they just it just doesn't. Well, they, they actually put wheels on them. What? Yeah. That's very cute. They just roll around, and they sniff. <laughs> As for the humble Furby. As for the humble Furby. This is maybe one of the most beloved hackables on the internet. Oh, my God. There are endless guides for customizing your Furby experience. Yes. From programming it with the voice of Bender from Futurama. Well, I don't. To using it like an unhinged Alexa or Siri to control your home environment. (laughs) Yeah, like that. You can find full Furby autopsies, including classical anatomical illustrations. And even someone who created a horrifying musical instrument known as a Furby Gertie. What? It's like a hurdy-gurdy. Do they have a little crank on it? Yeah, it's got a crank. What? Eight, like skeletons of Furbies in it. Oh my god. Each one has like four different tones that they do based on their setting. And if you roll, you you can change their settings and you roll the thing and they make a like a a skeletal Furby choir. Is there a a video of this? Yeah. You gotta cut that in. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. (laughs) Oh my god. This is great. This is ice cream. Okay. You did treat me. I'm not even at the ice cream yet. I love this. I want this. Well, Mm. before there were Furbies. Before there were Furbies. Before there was Ibo and Poochie and (gasps) Isidy and even Teddy Ruxpin. (gasps) There was a very special technological dog who won the hearts of American children. What? (laughs) Where are we going, Al? Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought we were going to go to Teddy, but no, no, not Teddy. In late 1962, yeah, Ideal Toy Company, makers of the classic ad creeps fave Betsy Wetsy. Oh, Betsy. Oh, no. Introduced a walking dog yeah. by the name of Gaylord the Basset Hound. No, no. <laughs> no. Wait, hold on. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. We're here. <laughs> Oh, love is love. <laughs> Gaylord is here. Oh my god. Yeah. I instantly love him. He's I gotta tell you. A basset hound. He's lovely. Oh. I've met him. I've yeah. not met him. I've seen videos. We've dated. It didn't work out, <laughs> but I appreciate him. You know, he's a dog, he's a person. <laughs> Would you say it's pup play? <laughs> No, I just almost spit out my water. Yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> 
made of hard plastic. Mm -hmm. Gaylord contained a loud, heavy-duty motor operated by four D-cell batteries. (laughs) Oh, my God. Using his leash, you can make him walk forwards, backwards, and even climb stairs if it was a relatively shallow incline. (laughs) He can't do the top thing. No. You know what? My dog can't either. It's hard. When you got a lowrider, sometimes you just can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The end of his leash was also a squeezable bulb intended to produce a bark noise, but it really just sounded like a clown nose. I think, I think, I think I have, I think it's in my soul. Really? Yeah. I think I know. (laughs) I don't know. 60 whatever. Where would I have seen it? Okay. Yeah. I wonder, where would I have seen it? He also had a magnet in his nose. Yeah. Allowing him to pick up a special bone. That's very cute. It's very cute. It's very cute. According to Consumer Reports, yes. Gaylord drained four Ds every two hours. No, same. I mean batteries, you pervert. <laughs> like me on the set of Eyes Wide Shut Part 2. <sighs> he was also a married man. What? Oh. As Ideal introduced Lady Gaylord with her much emphasized goofy hat. I think you just mean a lesbian. <laughs> yes, gay lesbian solidarity. <laughs> uh, oh. I simply do not understand it. But there is something about these toys that makes me inherently start tearing up when I look at them. And I don't know what it is. Oh, brother. Oh, I love it. I cannot wait to see. To address the naming choice for our younger listeners. Gaylord was a first name that peaked in American popularity in the 1930s and then faced a slow decline until disappearing entirely by the late 70s. I wonder why. It originated from the French name Gaillard, meaning high-spirited or boisterous. Oh. to yeah. 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 According to the website behind the name, people find the name Gaylord to be 67% masculine, 61% upper class, and 71% devious. (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) But many have something to say in the comments section, though they are clearly divided. Oh. 2005, the first comment on this name from Mary J. 2 read, I would definitely not use this name now with its connection to, quote, gay, parentheses, you know what I mean. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Uh, No, I have a question. I want to peek behind the curtain. Did you find this? Yeah. And then you went backwards? Yeah. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo! I saw this commercial and I went, that's an ad creep. That's it. Uh, in 2008, Anonymous wrote, I think it is a shame that this name cannot be used normally anymore. Anyone who reads classic books will encounter the word gay quite frequently and yeah. think nothing of it. Yeah, don't snicker. In 2017, from another Anonymous user, <gasps> Yeah. For all you guys saying it's a dreadful name, it was a very nice name before people dubbed gay as being homosexual. Yeah. And I don't say gay since it also means happy. Yeah. So naming a kid Gaylord before it became slang for homosexual, it would be an honor to have. Yeah. Since it would mean happy lord or lord of happiness. I mean, that's still us. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, King Shit from March 8th of this year, Lau is very cold, said, it would be an absolute power move yes. for a trans masked person yes. to name themselves gay lord. Yes. Infinite respect. Infinite respect. <laughs> So there you have it. Oh. I don't know what you have, but you have it. I do. I've given it to you, and I'm not <laughs> accepting returns. Please do what you will with it, as I am now free of this burden. 
is not, I'm not going to put it in the trash or on the shelf, buddy. I'm keeping it in my heart always. <laughs> Let's see this dog. I would love to show you this dog. I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Y'all, I got to stop what you're doing unless you're like driving or whatever. And you got to look at this, this you dog. You got to see this dog, man. It's in our sources. <laughs> Check him out. We'll return after these messages. The pup is full of tricks. Watch. Back up, Gaylord. Atta boy. Now climb, Gaylord. Up, up. Now fetch your bowl. Got it. Good boy, Gaylord. Gaylord comes with a bone of his own. He's a wonderful toy. He's ideal. Gaylord, when you pull his leash, he'll walk and he walk and he walk with you. Arf, arf. Welcome back to the show. That theme song mm. is going to be... Uh, if, I, if I ever <laughs> wrestle in the WWE, that's my going out song. <laughs> Oh, boy. Gaylord, he'll walkity-walk, walk with you. That Just that little boy at the beginning going, Gaylord. <laughs> Gaylord. That's what they say when they see me walk. <laughs> <laughs> Gaylord, sir. <laughs> sir Gaylord. <laughs> okay, black and white. Black and white. Little, little toe-headed children mm-hmm. screaming Gaylord. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Which should install, like, a fear. What is this, Disco Elysium? <laughs> should install a fear in our hearts, but it's good. It it's is a good. good. Gaylord is so good. He walks like an at-at walker. He does. He does walk like an at-at. Where it's it's his right front foot and his left back foot. Yeah. And then, like, that, right? Uh, his He is a basset hound, yes. so he's got long, wiggly ears, <laughs> and his nose is very close to the ground. And he looks so sad. He looks so sad. Well, maybe because people are calling him slurs or something. <laughs> it's his name. It's his name. It is his It means boisterous. <laughs> Sorry, I just had an awful idea. I'll have to run it through you okay. when we do the punch up. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and what else about Gaylord? He did climb the stairs real good. And mm-hmm. the kids did give him smooches on the nose. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. I love it. And I could imagine his girlfriend, the lesbian with the very cute hat. Lady Gaylord. Lady Gaylord. Or 2022 lesbian. Um, <laughs> uh, in a very cute hat. Yeah. I like this toy. It's very good. Is there anything about... The, the song was very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In 1962, so the Mattachine Society would already exist. What's that? Um, it's like the very first American uh, gay rights group. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and Daughters of Belitis, the first um, American lesbian rights group. Yeah. Uh, those already exist. Those existed in the 50s. Yeah. And one magazine already won its lawsuit. Yeah. So the gay people were, you know. People knew. They were. They knew. They, <laughs> they knew. were about... They're about. They're about it. <laughs> they were they're about, about it. it. They're about it. Oh, I love it. 
I can see why it makes you tear up because I, he's just doing his best. He's doing his best. He's doing his best. There's a video on YouTube of uh, a man who, who has an old gay lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for him. Like, I'll be in 60 years. Um, and he shows how it operates. This sucker's loud. Is it really? It's loud. It's like, vroom, That motor. Vroom, yeah, exactly. Vroom. I like that. That <laughs> makes it even better. It's very good. It's 2022. It's 2022. I'm. Just, I don't listen. <laughs> I feel like I know where you want to go. No, you can bleep this out. <laughs> but what if we named it faggot? <laughs> Now, we're allowed to do that. No, we're allowed to do that. You can't. We can't. Well, many of you also, Ma- I assume, can't. You know what? Can't. Actually, all. Many. I would say everyone is queer. Okay. I just, I think we got to just stick with Gaylord because yeah. I think, I think we got to, I think, here's the thing. Trans mass dog. Yes. <laughs> a king. I'm sorry. Is this a mask for mask love interest? Oh, my God. For our other trans mask dog king? Yes. Who's the other one? Is it not... But, but, you know, with the, uh, Spuds McKenzie. Oh my god! Yes! 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 And they're in to pup play. Gaylord and Spuds. They have leashes. Hey. Do you tug on them? Uh, <laughs> hire me to rate this television series. This animated television series, Gaylord and Spuds. Oh um, Bud, call me. <laughs> I think, I think it's going to be... I want to say it's a it's an electronic toy. It has to be. Yeah. It's got to be a walking. Unfortunately. Unfortunately <laughs> for the world. But you, when you see him walking, he's not walking in the, in the homes of children. He's walking on the streets. Okay. He's walking in parades. Oh! Gaylord the walking dog says no cops at Pride. Gaylord the Pride pup. Yes! And you give him a little bandana. Oh my god. And it's like, I like pee. It's... <laughs> Because he uses the code. You get a whole set. You get a little code. Oh, oh. You get a whole set of bandanas. You get a whole set of bandanas. And you can, he can be into different stuff. He can be into butt stuff. He can be into hand stuff. He can be into pee stuff. Giving, he can be receiving. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And we're proud of him. We're so proud. What does he pick up instead of a bone? What does he pick up? Oh no. (laughs) Poppers. Yeah. (laughs) Just a magnetic poppers. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And that's the, it. It's, just, that's it. It's, it's the same commercial, but it's the Streets of Pride. And they're like kids. <laughs> no. Well, it's young queers. Yeah, there are young queers. queers who are like, Everyone. Gaylord is Gaylord. It's Gaylord. Queen. Gaylord. They're like, yes. Yes, queen. <laughs> and Gaylord's like, don't appropriate black trans culture, please. <laughs> please, don't do it. And the kids are like, I've learned. <laughs> Thank you, Gaylord. Yeah, it's Pride. This is Pride, baby. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Love. Wow, I can't believe this turned into a Pride episode. I know. <laughs> you, you're smart. <laughs> oh, we love them. We love um, I Thank you very much, Al. You're welcome. Al, I have another treat Ooh, for you. A treat. And it's not from me. Oh. It's from one of our listeners. What? It's from Superstar Toby. Toby, we love you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Toby, did I give a swoosh to Toby this episode? You did, yes. Oh, their ears are getting all warm. <laughs> Toby's other smooch. <laughs> Toby, I'll give you another smooch later. <laughs> Just the two of us. Oh, boy. <laughs> At Pride with Gaylord in between us. <laughs> Hello. I was just catching up on the podcast or after a few very busy weeks and long weeks of work. Ugh, work. 
I say that. Yeah, not that's... them. Thank you for the shout out on the last week's episode. Well, you got another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make this weird. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you are already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It brought a huge smile to my very tired face. Everybody's crab baby. <laughs> Attaching a local ad from Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Woo-hoo. I cut the cable cord just after moving here. Good move. Uh, so I haven't seen a lot of ads from this area, but I found this one and I think you might enjoy. Thank you both for all the research and energy you put into ad creeps. It gives me great joy, even if the matter is despicable. Aww. Sincerely, Toby. It gives us great joy. To make a podcast for you. Yeah, just for you. No one else can Okay, listen. well. Ian can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. You ready to go to Raleigh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, it's a puppet. <laughs> Toby. you doing if i run again my platform will be trimming high overhead in government i'll illustrate all ford dealers large or small pay ford exactly the same for each car or truck you with me so far so a dealer with a big fancy building and a big advertising budget friends he's got big overhead but a smaller ford dealer like say don jenkins ford out in the country why he's got low overhead so who will sell you your next ford for less because he can you do the math (laughs) Sir, you're the wealthiest of the possible candidates. Worth billions. How did you accumulate such wealth? Never throw money around. For example, I buy from Don Jenkins Ford. Why? Low overhead. Looky here. Had this meter built to detect high overhead. Now, go near a big fancy dealership and... At Don Jenkins Ford, it just goes... See, they sell for less because they can. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else? Yes, sir. Politics does not have to be expensive. Uh, Can you shut that meter off? Uh, this is Don Jenkins Ford, 1999. That is an, that looks old. That's an old Muppet. That's an old Muppet. Let's, uh, why do you see, talk about what you saw? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a Muppet man by the name of Don Jenkins, and he is talking about, he's got a lot of charts. Is he Don Jenkins? I think he is. Okay. They let a Muppet run a... (laughs) Car dealership? I don't know. Maybe it is done. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Uh, but he's got lovely wire rim glasses and big sticky outy ears. And I think he looks just lovely. So <laughs> I think he's definitely probably a Republican. Um, <laughs> he did have big Republican energy. He did have that vibe. But he has yeah. got pie charts and he's yeah. here to tell you something about how much cars are going to cost. Yeah. When there's a big dealership, they have a lot of overhead because they advertise with like CG and shit, right? Listen, I'm not a business boy, but give me a Muppet. <laughs> And I'll enjoy it. So they're saying that by having this Muppet advertisement, they have a lower budget, which means this the savings passed on to you. Oh. That's what they're, they're trying to say. passing the savings on. Now, I do love these kinds of Muppets where there is one person doing the mouth. Yeah. And then a, a second person doing the hands. Yeah. they It's like um, a, a, a cookie monster yeah. or a Ernie or a, a chef. We love it. Swedish chef. Yeah. Now, the the puppet man did have puppet man gloves. <laughs> and I, if there's one little little tweak, take off those gloves. Real man hands. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Fake puppet, real man then hands. Then you don't have to buy the puppet hands. Yeah. That's more savings passed on to the customer. <laughs> also, a little bit more creepy. <laughs> puppet with man hands? I don't know about that. <laughs> 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 you oh. can feel the warmth of their skin. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> 
if you have a local ad featuring puppets or Muppets or whatever, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also find us on at adcreeps uh, on Twitter or at adcreeps on Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to be cool like Toby and Ian, you can always uh, drop us a coin or two to help cover our hosting fees yeah. at ko-fi.com slash adcreeps. Yeah. We'll use it to buy a Muppet. <laughs> maybe for our audio medium podcast maybe <laughs> we'll never tell I think that's it that's it that's the show baby oh, until next time we are signing, signing off, off. Hmm, but first word for my spouse what if we just made little Muppet fans? I think that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>